as we continue the word of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In, in John chapter 17, John chapter 17, 26, Jesus said these words. He said, Father, I have made known your name unto them, and I will make it known unto them again, that the love that you have for me will be in them, and I in them. Hallelujah. We, we established the fact last Sunday. Last Sunday's message was deliverance through love. Now, this is the part two of that message, but with a different caption. This one is, for she loved much. And I want you to pay attention as the word of the Lord comes to you this morning in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Now, first of all, I want you to believe that the same love that the Father loved Christ is the same love he loved you. And we accept something that was so profound. I know religious men and women will not want to accept this, but it will be a sin. I said this last Sunday. It will be a sin for the Father to love Jesus Christ more than you and I. It will be what? It will be a sin for the Father God to love Jesus Christ more than you and I. And we know the Father God can never sin. There is no sin in him. He has not got the ability to sin. There is nothing up. He cannot sin. He cannot lie. So that is the goodness for you and I. That the same love, the Father loved Jesus, is the same love he loved you and I. And with this understanding, no power of darkness can withstand you. With this understanding, you can approach the Father with all boldness. You can approach the Father and receive from Him, not begging, not crying, not, not, not with an orphan spirit. You know, most Christians, they approach God, they cry, they beg, they weep, they do all kinds of acrobatics, thinking that that is how God will answer their prayers. The easiest way to approach the Father is to believe that the same love that He loved Christ Jesus is the same love he loved you. And when you do that, it is easy to get whatever you desire. You see, <clears throat> that is why he said in Mark chapter 11, verse 24, Therefore, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it. You see that? Because you are worshiping, you are serving the God of love. You are serving the God that loves you so much. That he gave his only begotten son for you and I to live. So that we will not end up in hell, but end up in heaven. You see that? So based on that understanding, and his commandment for us is love. His commandment for us is what? Is love. Based on that understanding, you cannot approach God and not have deliverance, not have healing, not receive that which you desire. Hallelujah. So please stay with us. As God opened you up into a mystery in his word. Praise the Lord. The commandment of the Lord for us is to love one another as Christ has loved us. You see that? As Christ has loved us. Christ has loved us as the Father has loved us. His love for us is the Father's love for us. And because of his love for us, which is in us, we can also love one another. We can do what? We can also love one another. Hallelujah. And then we, 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 we have a song that is coming up. My wife is about to release another song. Those of you who have not listened to her song, He Reigns, 
Please take time and listen to that song. She has another song that is about coming up called Love is Kind. And you will want to listen to that song so powerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, let me show you one reason why so many Christians are not growing in love. Let me show you one reason why so many Christians are not seeing their faith work like fire. Let me show you one reason why so many Christians are not receiving from the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, if you have never opened to the book of Philemon, I want you to go there this morning. Go with me to the book of Philemon. Philemon is only one chapter. Philemon uh, 6, I believe. Let's go to Philemon. Praise the Lord. Let's go to Philemon. Hallelujah. I'm so excited this morning. The glory of God is upon us. His presence is upon us. The Holy Spirit is manifesting in the life of every one of you. I see the Spirit of God touching everyone watching right now. The Spirit of God is touching you in a unique way. Bringing His presence, making His presence so real in your lives right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We have been having wonderful testimony this week. Many healings and deliverance have, has been taking place. Hallelujah. And I believe you are next on the line. You are next on the line. Philemon 6. Now, Philemon is only one chapter. Philemon 6. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I'll give you time to get that Philemon 6. I read <clears throat> that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Please pay attention. Look at this verse very carefully. Now, if you try to read this verse in other translations, the King James got the best. King James had the best translation of this verse. Other translations put it in a way that is not exactly what the writer intended what the Holy Ghost intended. I believe King James nailed this verse. Hallelujah. So in the King James Version, it says that the communication of your faith, the word communication simply means fellowship. The, like right now, we are fellowshipping with, with one another. That's the word communication. It, it also means the declaration it also means what? The declaration. So, the declaration of your faith, the speaking forth of your faith, or the manifestation of your faith will become effectual. Will become what? Effectual. Will become potent. Will become forceful. Will become powerful. How? It's by acknowledging every good thing which is in you. <laughs> in Christ Jesus. Now, people of God, just underline the phrase, every good thing which is in you, in Christ Jesus. Meaning that inside you, which is your spirit man, is every good thing. Now, most Christians don't know that. 
most Christians don't know that inside them lies every good thing. Most Christians don't know. They don't know that inside them lies every good thing. Inside your spirit man lies every good thing. It's unfortunate. Most Christians, they think carnal. They are still carnally minded. They are still fleshly minded. They are not mindful of what is in them. They are not mindful of what is in them. Look, let me tell you what is inside you. What is inside you is God the Father. What is inside you is God the Holy Spirit. What is inside you is God the Son. That is the first thing you must understand. That is what is inside you. What is inside you is everything that Christ has made you to be. After his death and resurrection, everything that Christ has made you to be. So having the knowledge of what is inside you is very important to the demonstration of your faith. Listen carefully. Having the knowledge of what is in you is very important it makes your faith effectual. It makes your faith powerful. It makes your faith to deliver results. If you don't know the content of a thing, it becomes difficult to use it. Now, because we don't understand what is in us, it becomes difficult for our faith to produce results. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, the first thing, Outside God himself dwelling in you, the first thing for you to understand, to know that is in you, the first thing to acknowledge that is in you is to acknowledge the love of God. To acknowledge what? The love of God. Remember John chapter 17 verse 26. The last prayer point, Jesus prayed for us. And please, I love this verse, John 17, 26. Every one of you should be able to meditate that verse and let it sink into you. Jesus prayed for his disciples and not only for his disciples, he prayed for every one of us before he left. He prayed for the body of Christ before he left this earth. He said, Father, I have made known your name unto them. I have manifested your name unto them and I will make it known again or I will manifest it again unto them that the love that you love me will be in them. So here, Timothy, sorry, Paul was telling Philemon, he said, by acknowledging every good thing that is in you, by acknowledging what every good thing that is in you, so you and I should notice, every believer, every Christian should acknowledge the love of God that is in him, the love of Christ that is in him. Every Christian should acknowledge the love of Christ that is in him. Now, the love of Christ is the commandment given to us that you love one another as I have loved you. Not you love one another as yourself. That is the Old Testament commandment. The New Testament commandment is that you and I, we will love one another as Christ has loved us. As Christ has what? Loved us. And that love is in us. The love of Christ is in us. The love of the Father is in us. The love of the Holy Spirit is in us. Now, what you and I need to do for our faith to become effectual is to acknowledge this love that is in us. 
So Paul wrote to Timothy, telling Timothy, look, look at verse 5. Philemon 5 and 6. Look at what Paul was telling Timothy. He said, hearing of your love and faith. He said, hearing of your love and faith. This is so important. Hearing of your love and faith. Which thou hast towards the Lord Jesus and towards all saints. You see that? So it means that Philemon was fulfilling the commandment the Lord Jesus gave us. That we love one another as he has loved us. Because Paul is saying here that Philemon, I have heard your faith. I am hearing your love and your faith. Your love and your faith. From today, men and women will begin to hear your love and your faith. Can you say amen to that? From this day, men and women will begin to hear of your love for the Lord, for his kingdom, for the brethren, and they will also hear your faith. They will also hear the manifestation of your faith. They will hear the manifestation of your faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hearing of your love and faith, which thou hast towards the Lord Jesus, and towards all sins. He said that the communication of your faith becomes effectual by acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So Philemon was a man that was showing love, walking in love towards God, towards the brethren. His faith towards God and towards the brethren spread abroad. Everybody heard of it. And Paul was saying that the reason why Philemon was able to manifest the love of Christ and his faith in Christ Jesus was that he was acknowledging every good thing that is in him, in Christ Jesus. People of God, the good thing in you to this morning the good thing that the Lord wants you to know is his love that has been poured into your heart by the Holy Ghost. Romans chapter 5, verse 5. And hope make it not ashamed, for the love of Christ is poured into our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. The Lord Jesus wants us to acknowledge that. You have to acknowledge... Look, for you to walk in love, you must keep acknowledging that love that is in you. Contrary to whatever, the, whatever, contrary to the way you will feel, contrary to what is happening, maybe you woke up this morning with a terrible dream. Maybe you woke up this morning feeling like everything is just going wrong for you. Maybe you woke up this morning feeling, how am I going to turn things around in my business? You woke up this morning thinking, how am I going to get things done? How am I going to get this bill paid? You know what the enemy does? He'll bring all this is in order to suppress your love. But the scripture says, acknowledge every good thing in you. Man, inside you is every good thing you will ever want in this life. Inside you, is the fruit of the Spirit. And you know the first fruit of the Spirit is love. Inside you is the love of God. Can somebody say that? Inside me is the love of Christ. Put that as a comment. Inside me is the love of Christ. 
Inside me is the virtue of love. Inside me is the fruit of love. Inside me, I can love the brethren, my neighbors, as Christ have loved me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Are you blessed this morning? I'm so excited. I'm so blessed. I am fired up. That inside me is the love of Christ. Inside me is the fire of the love of Christ. Inside me is the fire of the love of Christ. And any day, any time, anywhere the devil will manifest his hand, I will just release the love fire of God to consume him. Inside me is the fire of the love of God. Anytime demons, anytime devils, witches and wizards makes an attempt on me, I will release the fire of God's love upon them. They can't stand it. They will choke to death. They will suffer. They will, they will suffer. Uh, 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 uh. You know how when demonstration, uh, demonstration is going on, the police wants to break down, demonstrate the top tier gas. That is how the fire of God's love is to the powers of darkness. When you release that love, that is in you. When you acknowledge this love and you release it, it is like tear gas. They will begin to choke to death. They will begin to do what? They will begin to choke to death. Your enemies will begin to choke to death. Demons, powers, rulers of darkness, wicked spirits in high places, they will begin to choke to death. That is why love is the, was the commandment given. It was the commandment given to us. Because the Lord who knows all things, knows that as we walk in love, the enemy around us will have no choice to flee. He will flee because of the fire of God's love. Hallelujah. That the communication of your faith may become effectual. So the reason why our faith can produce results is not getting much done for us. Is we have faith to acknowledge the good things in us. We have failed to acknowledge the good things that the Lord has put in us. And the first good thing the Lord has put in you and I is his love. Is his what? Is his love. The good thing that the Lord has put in you and I is his love. So what must we do with this understanding? We must acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. To acknowledge something is to say it, to think about it, to ponder about it, to meditate on it, to look at it continuously. For example, you are living with your spouse. If you don't acknowledge her presence or his presence, it's a matter of time, there will be confession in that house. There will be chaos in that house. There will be what? There will be confession in that house. There will be chaos in Look. The, the easiest way as a believer to secure your deliverance is to acknowledge, listen carefully, is to acknowledge the love of Christ that has been poured into your heart by the Holy Ghost. That is the easiest way to get your healing. That is the easiest way to get your deliverance. Look, once you come to a full understanding that the Father loves you as he loves Christ, that the same love that he loved Christ is the same love he loved you. Once you come to that understanding 
and you start acknowledging the same, it, it will become impossible for you not to receive from the Lord. It will become impossible for you not to get healed. It will become impossible for you not to be delivered. It will become impossible for you not to bless, for you not to prosper. It will become impossible for your business, for your ministry, whatever your area of calling is, it will become impossible for you not to make it in this life. All you have to do is to acknowledge this love that is in you. Acknowledge this love that is in you, thereby making your faith effectual. Never making your faith what effectual. When you acknowledge the love of Christ that is in you, when you acknowledge that the same love that the Father loved Jesus Christ is the same love that is in you, when you acknowledge that continuously, the scripture says your faith will become effectual, will become fire. Your faith will become fire. Your faith will deliver results. Your faith will break and destroy all the works of the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so excited that somebody's waking up right now saying, oh my God. So inside me is every good thing I desire for this life. Yes, that is true. Inside you is everything you desire for this life. Let, let, let me say this carefully. Whatever you and I need, is not in heaven, it's in you. Can you put that as a comment? Whatever I will ever need in this life and in this kingdom is inside me. It's inside me. It's inside me. Whatever I will ever need in this life, in this kingdom, is in me. God put it in me. It's in my spirit. You need the fruit of the spirit. To succeed. Because the scripture says against such there's no law. Look, the fruit of the spirit as we know is love, is faith, patience, kindness, long-suffering, uh, temperance, uh, uh, meekness. Uh, and uh, There are two more. I mean, you can check that in Galatians chapter 6. And the scripture says that we should walk in the spirit. That is the spirit man within you. You walk in that spirit by acknowledging the good thing that is in you. And the good thing in you is the love of God. Is what? Is the love of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, just uh, the, the fruit of the spirit that we were Looking at is goodness. We have goodness, we have temperance. So it's love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Is it against such there is no law? These are the good things in you, these are the things to acknowledge in you. You have to acknowledge these things, and as you acknowledge them, your faith will grow. Your faith will grow. Your faith will grow. Hallelujah. Your faith will increase. Your love will increase. It will be your faith and your love will be set on fire. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, I, I want us to go to 
the gospel of Luke, the gospel of Luke, before we run up, I want you to look at this story, how this woman understood the love of Christ and every chain and every power of darkness was broken in her life instantly in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 7, are you there? Luke chapter 7. I'm going to read verse 36. Luke chapter 7, verse 36. And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would come, he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to, to meet. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, which she knew, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment. Verse 36, And stood at his feet, behind him weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with her hair, with the, hairs, with the hair of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with ointment. Praise the Lord. Now when the Pharisees which has bidden him saw it, he spoke within himself, saying, If this man, he said, this man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that touches him, for she is a sinner. Now, this, this is a woman, everybody knew she was a sinner in the city. <clears throat> Her record was open. It was not secret. Everybody knew her status. Her status in the, in the city was what? She was a sinner. Everybody knew she was a sinner. Because they knew, you see, the scripture says that, and behold, a woman in the city which was a sinner. You see that? In the city which was a sinner. And the Pharisee himself is saying that if Jesus has known that everybody knew that this woman is a sinner, he wouldn't have allowed this woman to touch him. Now, the, 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 the reading went on from verse 40. Let's continue verse 40 as we pull out the mystery of God concerning this passage. And Jesus answered said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he said, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one who owed 500 pence and the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. When they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Praise the Lord. We are reading Luke chapter 7, verse 36 going. We are in 43 now. <clears throat> and when, so the next phrase, tell me therefore which of them will love him much, most. Tell me, and the land of phrase, tell me which of them will love much. One own how much? Five hundred. The other one owed 50. And he forgave them. They didn't know how to pay. They have no money to pay. But Jesus said, the, the creditor forgave them all. Now tell me, which one among them will love much? Which one will love much? Which one will love much? Which one will love much? Now, the reason why we are bringing this passage is this. 
We are taught to acknowledge every good thing in us. And for you to come to that point of acknowledging that the Father loved you as he loved Christ, man, you must, you must remember where you used to be. You must remember that you were a candidate of hell. You must remember that you were on your way to hell and the message of God rescued you and brought you into the kingdom. You must acknowledge your past. You, you, you must remember your past. Your past life. Your nature, your old nature. What you used to be. How undeserving you were. That you did not deserve this love. The scripture says, what man of love is it that a man laid down his life for his friends? John chapter 15. The reason why most Christians cannot appreciate the love of Christ and walk in that love and acknowledge that love is that they think they were so righteous. They think they were what? They think they were so righteous. So it was their birthright for Jesus to die for them. They think they were so holy. They think they were so holy. So it was their birthright for Jesus to die for them. The scripture says, all your righteousness outside of Christ is a fatal rock. It's a fatal what? It's a fatal rock. All your righteousness outside Christ is a fatal rock. So this is this this is one thing Christians as Christians we need to remember. We need to remember that our own righteousness, our self-righteousness, our effort to gain salvation was fruitless, was fruitful rights before God. That is why Paul said, I have no righteousness of my own, not of my own righteousness, but the righteousness which is in Christ Jesus. And then having this mentality will provoke the love of God in you. Having this mentality, you will begin to acknowledge how much the Father loved you. <clears throat> Listen carefully. You and I, we owe God so much that if we were given 100 trillion years to pay, we would not even be able to pay. We would not be able to finish paying how much we owe God. But you know what God did? He forgave us all. You know how he did it? In, 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 in Hebrews chapter 8, verse Hebrews 8, 12, he says, I will be merciful to all their unrighteousness, their sins and their iniquities I will remember no more. That's the power of the love of Christ towards us. That is the power of what? The love of Christ towards us. And what you need to do in order to enjoy God and his kingdom, his presence, his glory is to acknowledge that you have been forgiven much. You have been forgiven what? You have been forgiven much. Now let's let's continue the reading. Verse 43. Simon answered and said, I suppose he to whom he forgave most. You must understand this phrase that the Lord Jesus forgave you most. He forgave me most. I mean. Look, the Lord forgave me most. Eh? I am not ashamed to say it. The Lord forgave me most. Look, you know what Paul said? He said, God forgave every sinner. But among all the sinners, I was the chief sinner. 
that's what Paul said in his writings. Paul said, I was a chief sinner. And the Lord forgave me. The Lord forgave me. The Lord forgave me much. Based on that understanding, I love the Lord much. I love him with all my heart. I, I do struggle to love him. I do struggle to walk in his love. I do struggle to acknowledge his love. You remember what Paul told Timothy? He said, by acknowledging every good thing that is in you, because I have this understanding that I have been forgiven much, I am able to acknowledge how much the Father loved me, how much Jesus loved me, how much the Holy Ghost loved me. I am able to acknowledge that. In the face of adversities, I'm able to acknowledge the Father loved me so much to leave me in this mess. The Holy Ghost loved me so much to leave me in this pain. The Holy Ghost loved me so much for me to be stagnated. The Holy Ghost loved me so much for me to be bound. The Father loves me so much for me to remain stagnant. The Father loves me so much for me to remain a failure. He loved me so much that I cannot remain a failure. I cannot remain a beggar. I cannot remain sick. I cannot remain stagnant. He loves me so much that he would not permit me to remain in that sickness. He would not permit that sickness to remain in my body. He would not permit those forces of darkness to keep arousing me. Hallelujah. Listen carefully. He says, verse 40 to the last phrase, Tell me therefore which of them will love him much. The reason why most Christians cannot love the Lord with all their heart, they, they, they are being deceived by their own self-righteousness. And they think that because of their, their self-righteousness, God should answer them. God should do everything to them. <clears throat> and that's the reason why they are stagnated. That's the reason why they can't see anything coming to them. That's the reason why they are struggling. They are begging God. They are crying. They are doing all kinds of acrobatics. It doesn't work that way in this kingdom. In this kingdom, you must believe that you were forgiven much in order for you to love much. It's a principle. Please write this statement down. In this kingdom, you must believe that you are forgiven much in order for you to love much. Hallelujah. You must acknowledge. It's a principle you must acknowledge that you have been forgiven much in order for you to love much. You have been forgiven much in order for you to love much. You have been forgiven much in order for you to love much. Please write, write this down. This is a very powerful prophetic word. Write it as a statement. Write it as a comment. It is a principle in this kingdom. You must acknowledge that you have been forgiven much in order for you to love much. You have been forgiven much, therefore you love much. I have been forgiven much, therefore I love much. I have been forgiven much, therefore I love much. I was a complete mess. I was a complete disaster. I was a, I was a disaster. Mess personified, disaster personified, but the love of Christ rescued me. 
the love of Christ rescued me. The love of Christ rescued me. Now, what must I do after I've been rescued by that love? I must acknowledge that love. I must acknowledge that love, that that love is in me. I am full of the Father's love. I am walking in love. The same love, the Father loved Christ Jesus. The same love is in me. I am able to love my neighbors. I am able to love my friends, my Christian brothers, my Christian sisters, as Christ has loved me. I am able to manifest that love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So self-righteousness is the reason why most Christians cannot walk in love. Self-righteousness is the reason why so many Christians are not able to walk in love. They are not able to, the love of God is not able to manifest in their souls. You know, I have never smoked. I have never been to the nightclub. You know, I don't. You know, I'm a consecutive. You know, I hate abortion. You know, I hate all those things. I know I'm good, man. I'm, 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 I'm really good. <laughs> you know, such a person would not see the need to acknowledge the love of the Father. <laughs> that such a Christian would not see the need to acknowledge the love of the Father that is in him. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not this, I'm not that. You know, they are the publicans. I fast three times a week. You know, I'm very consistent in my tithe. I tithe consistently. Ah, oh, God, you should know that's 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 righteousness plus three. <laughs> you know, every time they call for a seed, I give sacrificially. That is righteousness plus one hundred percent. And God said, "Be well done. You remain there." <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's about acknowledging every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus. That is in you in Christ Jesus. You have to acknowledge it before it to become real. And for you to acknowledge the love of God, listen carefully. The opposite of sin is love. The opposite of sin is what? Is love. So for you to acknowledge that the love of Christ is in you, for you to acknowledge that the love of Christ is abounding in you, for you to acknowledge that you are growing in love, that you are walking in love towards the brethren, you love the brethren as Christ has loved you, you must also acknowledge that you have been forgiven what? Much. You have been forgiven much. I have been forgiven much. I have been forgiven much. I have been forgiven much. Because I am forgiven much, I'm able to love much. This, this story is so powerful. This woman's story in Luke chapter 7 is so powerful. I said it some time ago. Please take time and read this chapter. Meditate on this story. This is a sinner. I mean, did, did, you, did you see this woman confessing her sins? You know, so, so many Christians think that when they confess their sin, that is it. No, look. It is not a matter of confession. Before you, be, look. God is aware the sins you and I will commit even now in the next hundred years. He's aware. He's aware of the sins you and I will commit even though we are born again, sanctified by the Holy, uh, by the word of God, by the blood of Jesus Christ, the gifts of the Spirit are manifesting. He still knows the little, little sins we are going to fall into or we are going to commit. He knows. 
The scripture says in the book of Psalms, he said he knows our thoughts are far off. He knows your thoughts. Hundred years to come. He's aware of the thoughts you and I will be taking hundred years to come. He's aware. That is why by his love and through his love, he said, I will remember all their unrighteousness. He said, I will be merciful to all their unrighteousness. You see that? I will be merciful to all their unrighteousness. Their sins and iniquities, I will what? I will remember no more. So, so no self-righteousness can qualify you for the love of Christ. Write that statement down. No self-righteousness can qualify you for the love of Christ. No self-righteousness can qualify you for the love uh, for the love of Christ. It is believing that the Father has forgiven you most. He has forgiven you much. He has forgiven you much. He has forgiven you much. It is believing you are forgiven much in order for you to love much. Hallelujah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I am forgiven much. Therefore, I love much. My love for the Father is unconditional. There's no condition attached to it. If I perish, I perish. My love for him is no, there's no condition. It's unconditional. It's unconditional. It's unconditional. Praise the Lord. Let, let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. Verse 43. Simon answered and said, I suppose he to whom he forgave most. You see that? Most. So any Christian who wants to acknowledge the love of God in them must acknowledge that they've been forgiven most. Praise the Lord. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Seest that this woman I entered into the house that gave me no water for my feet? But she has washed my feet with tears and wiped them with her hair. With the hairs of the hairs of her head, that gave me no kiss. But this woman, since I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil that did not anoint, but this woman has anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, so wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much. Do you know why the woman came to Jesus? Why didn't this woman go to the Pharisees? Why didn't this woman go to the teachers of the law? Why did this woman approach Christ Jesus? Because she knew that her sins were many. She knew that her sins were what? Many. She knows that the only person that can love her unconditionally was Christ. That's why she came. That's why she came. That's why she came. Can you see the wisdom of this woman? It's one story that most preachers, most preachers, when they are preaching here, their focus is on the ointment. And then they, they, they signify that the ointment is her giving, is your giving, is your sacrifice. But there's more to that. She came to Jesus because she knows that her sins are many. And only Jesus could love her unconditionally. Your approach to the Father should be, you have been forgiven much. You have been forgiven much. Therefore, you are going to love much. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same love little. You see that? So the Christians who think that they were not forgiven much, they cannot walk in love, period. That's the summary of my message. The Christians who think that they were forgiven little, the Christians who think that their sins were little, and let me tell you, there's no small sin. There's no little sin. Sin is sin. Eh? And let me tell those of you who think, who, especially when it comes to voting, the evangelicals has manipulated the church when it comes to voting. If you support somebody who support, uh, 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 who is pro-choice, that, that means you are also a murderer. That means you are supporting abortion. It's the same token. If you support somebody who hate gun controls, you are a murderer. Just like somebody who support, who says the women should have their right to, to do whatever they want to do with their bodies, and then the church classified them as sinners, and that you are supporting sin, let me tell you, any senator, any congressman who says gun controls are not needed, it is second, it, their second amendment or second commandment or whatever it is, is the same token. Sin is sin. Let no man deceive you with religious nonsense. Vote the person you think has the capacity to rule this country. Vote for the person that will unite this person, that will care for the poor, that will care for the less privileged, not a person that will enrich his fellow rich people. Don't let anybody use the Bible to deceive you. Sin is sin. Sin is what? Sin is sin. We don't have categories of sin. Every sin is sin. Whether small or great, it is what? Sin. So, so don't go about saying that we have little sins. You know, not a lot of people die from gang violence. Uh, not a lot of people die, but people do die, is that not it? Not a lot of people die from what? Gun violence. But a lot of people, a lot of children are killed from what? Abortion. It's the same token. Hallelujah. So don't let anybody see me. Is it for she loved much to whom little is forgiven, the same love little. The same love little. So if you believe that you were forgiven little, you cannot acknowledge the love of the Father that is in you. This is a major barrier to the love of Christ in us. This is a major barrier to the manifestation of the love of Christ. Oh, you know, I was married a virgin. So I don't have any much confession to make. And that's the reason why God can show himself in your life. That's the reason why God can manifest in your life. You know, somebody actually told me that that she 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 deserves to marry a better person because you know her friend is this and this, and her friend was able to marry somebody who is this, so she should get that. And she's still sitting down today. Self-righteousness, the Pharisees of our days, the Sadducees, the scribes, the teachers of the law. They never understood Jesus, they never embraced Jesus. Hallelujah. And she said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. 
So it is in the love. It is in the manifestation of the love of the Father. It is the acknowledgement of the love of the Father that washes and cleanses you from every impurity and from every work of the flesh. Hallelujah. Walk in love and you will not fulfill what? The lust of the flesh, which is walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It, it, this is so important. This is so vital. If your faith will work, you must acknowledge the love of God that is in you. You must acknowledge. And when we say the love of God, most people don't understand. That's what we've been, I've been saying. When we say the love of God, what we are saying is that the same love that the Father loved Christ, Jesus, is the same love he loved you and that love is in you. And the scripture said that you have to acknowledge that love in order for your faith to be what? In order for your faith to be effectual. In order for your faith to be effectual. Hallelujah. And for you to acknowledge this love, you must acknowledge that you've been forgiven what? Much. You've been forgiven much, not little. If you acknowledge that you've been forgiven little, you will only acknowledge a little of God's love. Only a little of God's love will manifest in you. And the scripture says that we must grow in love. We must abound in love. Hallelujah. Let, let me show this. Let's go to Thessalonians as we round up today's message. She loves much for she loves much. That is your testimony in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's go to Thessalonians. I believe that Thessalonians 1 or 2, whichever way. But let's go into it. Thank you, Jesus. If you believe you love, you are forgiven much, you will love much. Praise the Lord. Thessalonians is before my uh, Timothy. Thank you, Jesus. Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. Thessalonians 2, 3. It says, For we are about to give thanks always for you. We are about to give thanks we are about to thank God. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren. As it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the love of every one of you all towards each other increases. So here Paul was telling the church in Thessalonians how their faith was growing and how their love was also growing. How their love was also growing. So it is one thing to be born again. It is another thing for your faith and love to be growing. And for your faith and love to grow, you must acknowledge that you have been forgiven much. It is the platform of love. Forgiveness is at the root of love. And that's why the scripture says, forgiving one another as Christ has forgiven us. Bearing with one another, forgiving one another, bearing with one another, forgiving one another, bearing with one another, forgiving one another as Christ has forgiven us. Praise the Lord. The love of God is real. The love of God is real. The same love that the Father loved Jesus Christ, 
That same love is in you. It's the same way he loves you. But if you don't acknowledge that you have been forgiven much, if you think it is by your works, if he thinks there are certain things you are doing and the Father should be pleased with you for those certain things, it will disqualify you from growing in love. It will do what? It will disqualify you from growing in love. It will disqualify you from growing in love. So that is why we got the title for this message. It says, for she loved much. For she loved much. Every one of us must come to this point. Our love must be much. For she loved much, much, much. She never has to confess her sin. She just believed that her sins that were many were forgiven. And then Jesus returned the gesture that because she loves much, her sins that were many are forgiven her. Hallelujah. Are you willing to love much? Are you willing to love much? Are you willing to love much? Can the Lord say this about you? My son or my daughter lost much. She lost much. She lost much. She lost much. This is what is missing in the body of Christ today. Not everybody loves much. Not everybody loves their neighbor much. Not we, most Christians, we don't love each other much. And it's a major obstacle to the effectiveness of our faith. We only love when we feel like it. We only smile when we feel like it. We only show appreciations. We only do good when we feel like it. And that is an hindrance to our faith. It's an hindrance to our faith. It has to be consistent. It has to be fervent. It has to be consistent. It has to be fervent. So let's make a conscious decision by acknowledging that the same love that the Father loved Christ is the same love he loved me and is the same love that is in me and I am able to manifest that same love towards the brethren. This is how your faith will become effectual, bringing results unto you. Hallelujah. I believe you have been blessed this morning. I believe the power of God has manifested in your life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Before I pray over every one of you, please listen to me. If you have been watching and listening to this broadcast, you haven't made Jesus your Lord and Savior. You haven't forgiven. You are not forgiven yet. Your sins that are much have not been forgiven. You need to receive him as your Lord and Savior for your sins that are many to be forgiven. And if you want to receive him as your Lord and Savior, just say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus Christ, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. From today, I make you my Lord and my Savior. Write my name in the book of life. And baptize me with the Holy Ghost and with evidence of speaking in tongues. In the name of Jesus Christ. I receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I receive the gift of speaking in tongues. It is my birthright. I am born again. I am a new creation. The love of Christ is in me now. It's abounding in me. It's increasing in me. And I'm able to love my neighbor. I'm able to love the brethren as Christ has loved me. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. If you have prayed this prayer, I'm so excited for you. This is the most important prayer point you could ever pray. And right now, you are a candidate of heaven. If anything happens right now, you will meet Jesus face to face. You will make it to heaven. 
Hallelujah. Oh, I'm so excited that you pray this prayer. Please leave us a comment. Let us know that you gave your life to Christ through this broadcast and we'll reach out unto you to pray with you, to show you what to do and help you grow your faith in Christ Jesus. And I also want to ask every one of us that have been watching, please share this broadcast with your friends. Share it on your timeline, on your platforms, whichever way. Share it. Let them hear and be blessed. Hallelujah. A Christian who doesn't understand that he has been forgiven much will not love much. A Christian who doesn't understand that he has been forgiven much will not love much. And that is an hindrance to the effectiveness of our faith. That is a hindrance to what? To the effectiveness of our faith. When you believe that you have been forgiven much, you will love much. But look, you will always want to be in the presence of God. Do what? Just loving Him and receiving His love. You will always want to be in the presence of God, just loving Him and receiving His love. I wonder why so many Christians can't, they can't just stay in the presence of God. Because when they are approaching God, they are so much righteousness, self-righteousness conscious. Did I do this well? Did I do this well? Did I do this? Was this well? Did this? And then they end up not able to love the Father. And they end up not able to receive His love. Approach the Father with this mentality. You have been forgiven much. With this mentality, when you, when you approach Him, you will just love Him. You will sing His love. You will praise Him in love. You will worship Him in love. You will just be pouring your heart onto Him and He will be pouring His heart onto you. You will be pouring your love onto Him and He will be pouring His love onto Him. So with this, you have no struggles worshiping, praising, thanking Him. You, you have no struggles at all. You will just be, it will be a natural flow. It will be a natural flow. Some of us will go to church. We, we have, they have to do every acrobatics to get you in the mood. That is not good. That is not good. Hallelujah. With these teachings today, please listen to this message again. With these teachings that has come your way, you should be able to approach God easily. Any time, any day. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be a routine. In other words, you don't have to have special time to do that. You can do that anytime, anywhere, any place. You should be able to fellowship with him anywhere. You should be able to enter into his presence anywhere. Hallelujah. So nothing is hindering you. Nothing is preventing you. Just have this mentality. You have been forgiven much. Therefore, you love much. Acknowledge that. And the love of Christ will increase in your life. In Jesus' name. One more time. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loves much for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same love little. Praise the Lord. And he said unto her, that sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. I say unto you, that sickness is gone out of your body. That disease is gone out of your body. That power is broken over your soul in the name of Jesus Christ. That demonic spell, that demonic charm that was sitting on your soul is broken and destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. You are loosed from the crown of your head to the source of your feet. 
I break those demonic chains over your destinies, over your souls. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive your deliverance right now. Receive your healing right now. Receive that miracle right now. That door is open unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. That case, the judgment of the Lord has come to pass judgment concerning that case in your favor in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive it right now. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. That demonic verdict concerning your life is reversed in the name of Jesus Christ. That demonic verdict concerning your business, your family, your marriage is reversed in the name of Jesus Christ. Be that loosed in Jesus' name. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Receive your healing. Receive miracles right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive the power of God. Receive the fire of God. More fire. More fire in the name of Jesus. Be baptized with the fire of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' precious name. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for all our listeners. Thank you for those who came for. Thank you for the healings and the miracles that has happened in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we worship you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, please, if anything has happened to you during this broadcast, if you have received a healing, if you have received a deliverance, if something has happened to you, please put a comment or message, uh, uh, message me and I'll be able to share that testimony with, uh, with the rest. Hallelujah. If you have received a healing, a deliverance, if something has happened to you during this broadcast, please let us know. But I believe and I know for sure that something has happened to you, something good has happened to you. That force that was against you, that force has been crushed by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. You are loosed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever was contrary to your life is reversed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive your healings. Receive your deliverance. Receive whatever miracle you believe God for. Receive it now. It is yours in Jesus' name. It is yours in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Your communion is blessed. The elements are blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice. Thank God for today. Let's worship him. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for the testimonies that are coming up in the name of Jesus. Please don't fail not to, don't fail. Share your testimonies. Let us know. Let us know what happened to you during this broadcast in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, to you be all the glory and honor. Thank you for ministering to your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's share the goodness together. Surely, God's goodness and mercies are flowing us all the days of our lives. We are dwelling in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Say it loud and clear to yourself. Surely, God's goodness and mercies are following me all the days of my life. And I am dwelling in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen and amen. God bless every one of you. Have a glorious, blessed week in Jesus' name. And remember, the same love, the Father loved Christ. It's the same love he loved you. And that love is in you. Acknowledge that love and you will see the glory of God in Jesus' name. Peace.
Shalom.